so that that's that's crazy. Um, and then and then oh, I'm on stage last night, and there was a guy with a date with a girl. I'm like, oh, are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend? And the guy goes, it's debatable. Like, and then she was like, <laughs> she got mad. She's like, I'm like, well, what date is it? She's like, fifth. I go, have you guys had sex yet? He's like, no. So like, like after a fifth date, you're really not sleeping with the person, right? I mean, if you're not, I mean, if you're not, if, if a girl, I'm like anything, he's like, not really. If you take a girl out five times and there's no action, you're just buying her shit. You're not really going on a date at that point. You're just, yeah. like, you're just paying for stuff. You're a sponsor. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're sponsoring her. Yes. Uh, speaking of a guy who's been on lots of dates, Jake Ellerberger is here. Uh, the juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite fighters. Uh, how are you? Me too. Uh, he, 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 uh, Jake doesn't know that his uh, sound's off, uh, but that's okay. That's what happens when you get punched in the face a lot. And he's like, he goes, really? Holy shit. How's it going? Jake's the only guy whose cauliflower ear gets worse after fighting. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, still not working, Jake, my man. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, so some reason is like, is there any kind of, are you on mute or? Because um, I see that you're you're muted, now you're not muted. Uh, can you hear him, Bill, or is it just me? No, is he just not talking? Well, he knew, are you he, talking, never, Jake? He, he actually okay. doesn't talk that much, but uh, but now he is talking. Uh, well, there was one podcast where like the Al Iaquinta, I go, what do you think of Jake Ellenberger? And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's a good guy, I guess. I'm like, he was, on, he was on the show. He goes, why, is he fucking there? I'm like, yeah, that's why I asked you. So, um, that was, remember that show, Jake? Why don't we just have you nod the whole time? We'll just have you nod. Yeah, can you pantomime Can you pantomime some of your greatest knockouts? A, uh, can you just show us how you did them pantomime? Yeah. The fucking knee over Jake Shields was my favorite. That was unbelievable. The flying knee on Jake Shields, holy shit. That was awesome. I mean- yeah. Jake has some power. I mean, he, 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 he besides Woodley, he, he, he hurt Wonderboy the most. Uh, who else did he knock out? He knocked out, uh, Jake, who else did you knock out? Pele in eight seconds. Uh, and then he fought Pele, who had beat, like, Matt Hughes. Pele was like, a, and, but he didn't know who the guy was. Jake didn't. He thought he was, he was like, the, the Mexican janitor. He was Brazilian, but Jake thought he was And then Jake just knocked him out in eight seconds. And then, his, and then his team was like, oh, by the way, that guy was a world champion. That's that's how Jake rolled back in the day. Jake is like being a fan of. Oh, he's out now. He just knocked himself out. That's how fucking that's how hard he hits. He knocks himself. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we at least we got to compliment him a little bit before he before he disappeared. Yeah, that was actually his best appearance so far on the podcast. Just so you know, that was uh, <laughs> that was the most exciting. So meanwhile, this guy fucking asked me like ten times to get his guy on this bare knuckle fighter. So. I, I give him the, he asked me like six times, when's he on, when's he on, when's he on, can we get him on? I give him the Zoom, and then he sends me the guy's phone number. To, I'm like, bro, I just gave you the info. Like, like you can't speak on behalf of somebody. Now I got to text this guy. Uh, Jake, are you here? Fuck, I still can't hear Jake. But it's crazy, because I can hear everyone but Jake. Like, if I couldn't hear you, Bill, I'd be like, maybe this is me. Let's see, hold on, let's see. Unmute yeah. all. That's how bad MMA pays. You can't even afford a computer with audio. Jake, talk. Fuck, man. You think maybe this is? You think maybe this is what, like this is you? Maybe this is not like a, like a, a simulation, as they call it. Like this isn't even happening. This podcast. This is all. Uh, by the way, Jake had seven more kids during the podcast. Like when I met Jake, he was a virgin. <laughs> he was a virgin. Like he really, he had not gotten laid. Now, Jake, you here? 
I think I can hear him this time. Jake. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yes. Damn. Okay. How are you, man? Like I'm like, I'm good, man. How about you? Good. 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 I'm on my phone, but it's you know it's whatever. I just I was talking. And I'm like, well, fuck, no one can hear me. So Jake, anyway, we're good. Jake man. Is such a nice guy that like I was driving back from Vegas at night. It was midnight. No, from Arizona, and I called Jake, and he knew I was driving, and he stayed on the phone with me for three hours. Like. He, I, I, he, he's like, oh, you still driving? Yeah, and he, he wouldn't go to the phone with me. Like, I, I was like, yo, I gotta go, because I felt like I was, I was annoying him, I was asking him everything. And he was like, that's the kind of guy Jake is. Jake's one of those, who, if I had a dead body, I was like, Jake, I gotta get rid of this body. He'd be one of the guys I call. He'd probably have three of his own, you know, somewhere, but that's how good of a friend you are. So, uh, so Jake, how are you? I'm good, man, I'm good, thanks. No, it was, it was, it's always entertaining, so we were just telling stories, it was fun. So you said that you're like leaving uh, this week. Where where are you going? Oh, we just got a little little family getaway plan. So yeah. Okay. We're gonna hit a yeah take take kids out. You know, get out of town for a little bit. So yeah, you never add, you, he never gives you any details about what's going on. Like 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 the worst. Yeah, sounds very cloak and dagger. If Jake would lose a fight, I wouldn't hear from him for like three weeks, and then at five in the morning, I, he would call me. And he'd be like, I'm at a casino. I'm okay. And just hang up. Like, that's how he, like, in the middle of Nebraska, he'd be by himself playing fucking, like, you know, three-card Monty or something, whatever the fuck he plays at the casino. Uh, great. I think, I, think, I think we're all frozen now. Is everybody frozen? So, uh, so Jake, uh, you've been training over – so, we, so one, of the things we're talking, one of the things we're talking about is that you've been training over at uh, Extreme Couture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's that going? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How's that going? Oh, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. You know, it's funny. I've, I mean, I've known all, a lot of those guys for, for a long time, but uh, it's, it's, it's fun. There's a lot of young, a lot of studs, a lot of up-and-comers. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forever be training. So, because it's just, it's, it's good, good to be around good people, you know, and, and they got a good dynamic there. So, is there any chance of a comeback, Jake? Oh, not right. No chance to come back? No, not right now. I mean. Every, but when you're out there and you're, you're, you're competing against a real stud and you get the better of them, don't you kind of think like, wait a second, I still got it? <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That happens more, you know, I, I, I'm going with, with good guys, you know. And, and yeah, and I, I feel great. But, you know, for me, it's just like you got to continue to, you know, what am I, you know, what are you, what are you fighting for? It's like, yeah, there's. Well, what do you, what do you, are you mostly focusing on, on uh, MMA or jiu-jitsu or Muay Thai? Is there an element of the training that you're mostly focused on? Because you're, you're, you, you're not a black belt yet in jiu-jitsu, are you? No, not, no, not, not in the gi, huh? But no, Is I've been, that something you're looking to do? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely finish that. But um, yeah, I've been, I've been, help, I've been kind of, like, I'd say coaching a little bit, but um, not like, uh, you know, I've been MMA training. I shouldn't say I, I, I would say I'm not, I haven't been focusing like a one, something specific, but, but helping guys like get ready for fights and stuff. And just, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So I can kind of, kind of take the other, wear the other hat, you know, as more of a coach, but uh, it's kind of give my insight of what I see. So it's fun. Now, one of the funniest things you told me is that like one day, all of a sudden, like Dagestan will show up, right? Like 13 random guys from Dagestan that are all killers <laughs> yeah. and they won't even tell you guys. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, Ali sent some guys, right? Uh, do you ever get nervous to like go with those guys? Cause you don't know who the fuck they are. 
No, we'll see it like wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a good question, but wrestling, grappling, I'll, I'll go with anybody, but like sparring, there's like, I, I mean, there's a handful of guys I could tell you right now. It's like, we're not going to spar. I will fight. And cause we know that's, what's going to happen. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like what's the, what's the point of me sparring? I don't fight. I'm, I'm retired. You know what I mean? Like I'll move around with guys. We'll go light. We'll, 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 you know, I'll, show, I'll give them a good look, but it's like, if I put it on headgear, like why am I putting on headgear? Cause you're going to try to knock me out. But, no. like, but didn't, yeah, they, but didn't they tell you, you, had, you were telling me how that, like, you had to go with Chimaev the other day, right? Like, Chimaev shows up, and, and they, like, all of a sudden threw you in. Yeah. Yeah. How did that go? No, he, yeah, he's a stud, man. He's, he's, he's incredible. But, uh, yeah, we, we move around light. Like, you know, he knows. He, I, I, I'd let him know. Like, it's, you know, I, I'm not I'm – not, I'm, re- I'm retired. I'm not fighting. So, but, yeah, we, we move around light. And <laughs> he's – Dude, he's he's good everywhere though. Like, we'll wrestle, we'll grapple. Like, dude, is good, man. But, yeah. so, like, do you ever have the moment of, where, like, you're you're go, go ahead? No, go on. Go I was on. gonna say we you're going light, and all of a sudden there's a, there's a shot that comes in, and you're like, oh shit, it's on, and it goes from going light to like a pseudo fight. Yeah. You ever have that happen? Uh, it used to happen a lot more. Nowadays, not so much. I mean, everybody there's cool. They they all respect me too. So it's like. And, and I'll tell him, you can, you, can, you know, light me, light me up in the body. Like those guys try to drop me in the body shots all the time. But, you know, I'm like, if you're going to start throwing, you're going to start throwing heavies, like, but no, I mean, everyone's pretty respectful there too. So it's like, you know, there, there's just, there's, there's certain guys, you know, that you can go hard with. And some guys you just, it comes down to who you trust. Like there's, there's a couple guys, uh, I think that are Russian that want to go hard. And I'm like, no, like, yeah. I do, uh, with you next time, I'm like, you know, like, I, I don't fight anymore. You know that, right? Like, I'm, they knew who I am, and they're like, want to go hard. I'm like, no. Like, there's no point. What's the point? But you've trained yeah. with, like, Anderson Silva. you train with Dan Henderson. you train with, like, the best guys, Bisbing, so many champions. They're calling Shemaev, like, Khabib 2.0, uh, and that he's going to be, like, the next, the next big thing in MMA. Do you see it? Yeah, I would. In a lot of ways, I, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to say it really is like, if I, I don't see many, I don't see any holes in his game. I don't see anywhere like he's going to be exposed. Like they use, like they like to use that word exposed, but yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. I, I, I mean, you know, we'll see when he starts facing like the top five, top 10 guys, but yeah, from, from what I've seen in training, he's, he's incredible. He is every bit of what they say. Wow. And that's, I mean, I mean, I like know you because you'll just smile or you'll say things like, I don't know. You never know when the fight happens. Yeah, anything. Yeah, every everybody's got two hands and two feet. Like you say things like that. Uh, so I, I like know. There's like codes, you know, Bill. Like when you when you ask a guy if he trains with somebody, there's a code. Like how do you think he's gonna do? And he goes, well, depends who shows up. That means not good, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, or you know, everybody's got a chance in there. You're like, oh, this dude's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's gonna or, be competitive. It's gonna be competitive. That means like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be competitive. Means the guys gonna get the shit beaten out of them. Yeah, uh, or better when when guys say, "I want a war. I want a war <laughs> for what? I want the easiest guy and get paid the most, so I can have a quick night and see you." Like, what are you? I want a war. No, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. You don't. You don't think like someone like uh, Diego Sanchez back in the day really didn't want a war. I mean, that guy wanted a war. Well, he's yeah. He's a little different. Different. Uh, different breed. <laughs> Uh, All right. So last night uh, in CFFC, a guy's finger fell off. Did you see what happened? Jake, Bill? I just saw a picture. 
Okay, so Bill, you didn't see what happened? what happened? So this guy from Russia, and, th- and then if anyone ever doubts who the toughest people in the world are, just watch this. Because the Russian guy didn't even fucking flinch. Like, it was as if, like, the Russian guy, uh, <laughs> like, stubbed his toe. Like, 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 all right, so the guy, the guy blocks, the guy blocks a head kick, or he, he blocked it, and his finger broke. His finger broke on the block, right? And you kind of see it. Then the other guy, you, you don't really see it, but against the, against the cage, like, he pulled off the guy's finger, which, um, look, I mean, I don't even know if that's just even, not even be legal. I mean, like, if, if you're going to try to, like, yeah, so then the guy's finger got lost in his own glove, and they were looking for his finger. They had, like, so they stopped the fight in the second round, and, like, they were looking for, I mean, I was, I'm making jokes, like, you know, you know, uh, uh, check Bilal Muhammad's eye socket, you know, and Bilal fucking <laughs> gave me a funny meme, or, like, this would ever happen to Nick Newell, you know, because he's got one. All right, but, so it was, but yeah, they found his finger in the glove, like, in the glove, and then he went to the hospital, and they just fucking stabled it back. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, I, I mean, During- he, what was that? When like when it happened, was he like he didn't seem like he was like no even, like no nothing nothing Jake nothing I'm Russian they have no expression they're <laughs> just like I lost finger I have no finger <laughs> oh. yeah. I I've seen people get mad that like that there's no ice and water at a restaurant have a bigger fucking reaction or like <laughs> hey like hey hey you gave me decaf like like literally like there i've seen people go uh this seat doesn't move back on the plane like like yeah. flip out the dude's fucking finger was gone not even like, oh, yeah. like the whole finger was gone and oh, yeah. when my grand my grandpa when we when we have breakfast he'll throw a huge he'll throw a fit if his hash browns are done they're not extra crispy he'll be like do those look extra crispy to you and he'll like i'm like now, 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 Lugie's coming, so that's cool. But, <laughs> but yeah, a finger like that's that's unbelievable. So it started. It got caught in the fence. Is that how it started? No, it just the guy kicked it and it fucking broke. And then they were like fighting, and the other guy was like, I guess he maybe he went to grab the guy's hand or something, and the guy fucking removed the other guy's finger. Like I don't wow. even I don't understand how that's. Someone said this, people were like, does he have lupus? You know, it was like all kinds of. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make an Angela Magana getting finger joke somewhere, but I, I couldn't fucking, <laughs> I couldn't write it. I, I could, but I was like, I went to that well. That are, are most, well. But everyone's like pretty cool with you roasting though. Like they don't think, you know, I'd say most people, right? Most fighters are cool though. Most people get it. Yeah. The only people that get mad are the ones that get offended on behalf of the other fighter. They fucking, oh. you know, they go, that's fucked up to make fun of a guy with one arm. Meanwhile, the guy with one arm is laughing. It's like, or yeah. don't make Angela Magana jokes. Magana's like, please stop. Please don't stop making jokes. Don't listen to you. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay. yeah. it's so bizarre. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. yeah, so that's, uh, all right. So also uh, more MMA news, and then we'll get into some other stuff. But uh, Leon Edwards is fighting Nate Diaz. Um, everyone says this fight makes no sense, but we're cool with it. That's pretty much the, yeah. uh, I mean, Nate Diaz could fight the cold and everyone would fucking want to watch it. The guy is yeah. literally just, it's going to be, has he ever been in a boring fight in his life? You know, he, he doesn't know how to be boring. Um, at that, that being said, does he beat Leon Edwards? Jake? Man, I, I don't know. Nate's one of 
those guys too though like you can put him put him up with about anybody and he's gonna draw i mean people want to see him fight um it's a it's an interesting fight i mean bill oh is it is it is a headline fight adam uh yeah i don't know if it's yeah a, yeah it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, yeah 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 it's uh a, um the info is wrong uh yeah I'm, I'm trying to get my wi-fi better it's fucking um yeah, it's an interesting. Oh, fight. it's five rounds. It's five rounds. It's, five it's round co-main fight. event. Co-main yeah, event. Co five event. Yeah. I mean, look, Andy. I mean, Nick. D, you're right, though. Nate Diaz looked amazing against Anthony Pettis. I mean, he just beat up Anthony Pettis, and then Pettis has looked yeah. good since then. So you can't even say he beat a shot Pettis. Um, yeah. And then he went out and got shellacked by Masvidal, who looked horrible against Usman, and Leon Edwards was beating Bilal Muhammad before he rammed his fucking hand in the guy's eye. I don't know why he did that. I mean, it wasn't. now people are just cheating to cheat. They're like winning, and they fucking knee people in the head. It used to be like when you were lose, you would do a fucking illegal move. Yeah. Now people are winning, and they're poking people. Uh, I, I just think also that's just two years off maybe, and fucking, I don't know, brain fart or yeah. not used to it or whatever. But, by the way, just a little fun fact. Fun fact, this is how much people love Nate Diaz. It's going to be the first five-round non-titled co-main event fight in UFC wow. history. Wow. They gave him like a five-round fight just because they fucking love him. There's no reason for the fight. They don't even have the, the BMF title on the line. Yeah, and it's what like is Nate, and look, and like, what is Nate ranked? Team. And Nate's rank, like, God, probably he's got to be up there, right? Seven, eight, nine. I mean, what's Nate is ranked? Nate re he can't be in the top ten. He can't be in the top ten, can he? No, I don't, I don't think he is, but... Dude, Nate Diaz is- He hasn't fought in like 18 months. Dude, he's so funny. I told you for the MMA awards, I texted him like, hey, will you present an award this year? And he goes, fuck yeah, I want to win one too. And he, he wasn't even nominated. Like he hadn't even fought. And like, so then I, I was like, hey, can we give Nate Diaz an award uh, just for being Nate Diaz? And that they, they, they didn't bite on it. But like, just have like the Nate Diaz award to go to Nate Diaz every year. That would be like, uh, yeah. but yeah, so- um, hey. So initially, just to touch, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, like, initially, I was kind of leaning towards Leon, but I don't know, man. Diaz is a uh, plus being a five round fight. I, I don't know. I'm not confident in my in, in Leon for five rounds. I don't know. But you're a big better, Jake. Everyone knows you're a big better. Uh, they call you Jake the Shark out in Vegas. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> So, so you're allowed to bet, if you're in the UFC, you're allowed to bet on UFC fights. Can you bet on your own fights if you're in the UFC? Uh, you can certainly bet on UFC fights. I, I uh, your own? I don't know. That's that's a gray area. <laughs> he would bet on guys certainly. you train with. He would bet. He would train with guys and go. This fucking guy's not gonna win. Uh, you know, like he he would like <laughs> he, he he would place the bet after practice, like like in the middle of the fucking training session. He would, he would be like, hey, like he would take the guy down and then go, hey, put this, you know, am I right? This didn't happen? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, when I get an insight, yeah, I make a little bit of a... <laughs> is, that called insider, is that called insider trading? Is that illegal? Insider trading. Right. I like it. Sports like betting it. is... I don't know. All right. So, uh, all right. So, John Jones... <laughs> says he's not going to take 8 to $10 million. He says, he, uh, according to him, he wants $50 million. That's what people are saying. Or, uh, or he said 8 to 10 is not enough to fight um, Nganu. Uh, this is tough. 
because the UFC can't lose John Jones. John Jones is the best fighter, arguably of all time, in the UFC right now, especially with keep with Khabib yep. retiring. And if he goes to Bellator or he goes to one, they're gonna say they have the best fighter in the world. And that's not good for the UFC. At the same time, if, if you know, they can't give a guy $50 million if they're not gonna make it. You know, and, and then that just all that's gonna mean is they're gonna pay everyone else less. You know, they I don't understand like why they don't just give them more pay-per-view points. I'm not a business guy, but it would seem like that would be the thing to do. Uh, is okay. I mean, they did the numbers, and he's not one of the like. I think they McGregor, Khabib, Anderson Silva all did better numbers than him as a main event guy. That's what, according to somebody. I'm not sure if these. I didn't, you know, fact check that guy's hmm. stats. Uh, and John Jones well, is also a, a liability. He's, a, he's also a liability because you know they had they had yeah. to literally move fucking events. That being said, I would like to see get him get whatever he wants and be happy uh, because he deserves it. I mean, you don't go 29, whatever record is, and be the best fighter in the world. You should get paid whatever you want, really. Uh, Jake, you're a, you're a yeah. great fighter. What do you think? It, it is a tough one. I mean, even just to add, like, the, the pay-per-view points, I mean, it's it, – it, it makes sense, but, like, you got to understand, like, it's, it's coming from – the UFC is like it's still coming out of their revenue. It's like you know what what what, what are we going to pay him? What is, it's hard because he also hasn't fought a heavyweight yet. He hasn't fought a heavyweight. You know, obviously, I have no objection for him fighting for the title at heavyweight. I, he's the greatest of all time, as, you know, as a light heavyweight. So there's an argument there, but yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> it's tough, man. I, like you want eight to ten up front to fight, twelve to you know whatever it is. But I don't know. I just I, I've heard kind of he's been tough to deal with from the inside, but. But again, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I would like to see him, you know, the, to be some sort of, you know, you got to give and take a little bit. I, I know they won't let him go. I do know that. But uh, yeah, well, hopefully they can find a happy medium, you know. Bill, thoughts? Well, I mean, if you were afraid to get your ass kicked by Nganu, you would ask for $50 million. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the move of someone. <laughs> I mean, like, what? He's, he's, he's not going to fight where I live. But um, it is the move of someone who's like, you're like, fuck, I don't want to fight this guy. At this point, he looks almost invincible, Ngano, right? Yeah. And I think that he's like, well, what do you do? You, you make a financial statement that if you lose, at least you got $50 million. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like, I, mean, I think there's, it's fear-based. That's my feeling. I, but I yeah, be like, is ten million not enough. Ten million. Is, I mean, what's? I know fifty million is a lot more than ten million. It's five times more. But ten million is a lot of fucking money. I mean, well, yeah, you buy so much coke with that. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, he's been getting paid. I don't know what exactly, but a lot of money to fight to recite. You know, at like two hundred five, recycle. It's just like, like he's getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. And, and Bill, he has a point. I mean, Chael did a piece on it yesterday, too. And he was saying the same thing. He's like, if, if that's a fight, like, do you really want the fight? If that's something like that fight, you're going to ask for something ridiculous. Because, you know, the UFC is going to be like, like, no, no chance, no chance. But, yeah, if we're, if we're going to, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, does he want it? Yeah. It's, does he want to play the game? It looks like it. You know what I mean? And we'll see. So what do you think happens but now? Uh, Jake and Bill, I'm actually curious. Who do, you, who do you think wins that fight? Believe they ain't that before. What was that, Bill? 
I was just saying, has Dana White ever been bullied into a number like that before no. by a fighter? No, no, no. Yeah. But what do you think happens in that fight, Jake? Oh man, <laughs> it's 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 honestly it's it's. I know Francis' last fight, but I was like, you have to fight him the perfect fight and be mistake-free for 25 minutes. So I think John can certainly win that fight. Obviously, he's exceptional wrestling and on the ground. Um, things where he can take Stipe out of his comfort zone, but Stipe, or I'm sorry, Francis, but Francis is one of those guys, if he touches you, you're going to sleep. Like, he's just got that incredible power, that incredible gift of power. But I, I don't know. Again, I would like to lean towards Jones, but man, we haven't seen him at heavyweight either. We don't, I don't know. He could, he could, he could be, he could get melted in. I mean, I, he's, he's slower. You know what I mean? He's not as, maybe he's not in as good a shape. I don't know. Maybe he's now not you, as agile, but maybe he's fast. I don't know. Now you, now you train with uh, Ngannou, right? Well, I, in the same room, I wouldn't see yeah, it. Not with him. Yeah, that's. You guys didn't, you, but, yeah. you, you, but no, you told me you actually spar with them. Me? No, I haven't. No. Oh, you haven't? Oh, okay. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I got it. I got it. We have uh, Elvin Leon Brito is with us. Elvin Leon Brito is ranked second in bare knuckle boxing. Uh, he was eight and eight in MMA, but he looked like uh, uh, nine and eight. Nine and eight. Sorry. <laughs> my, my bad. But he, he didn't seem like he wanted to be there. He was like, you know what? I just want to beat people up without gloves. And uh, it seems like you've, you found yourself. You found your calling, man. Yeah. You're fucking killing yeah, it. I, I love MMA, you know. Yeah, I never felt like I didn't want to be in MMA. It was just um, it was an opportunity I got presented at, at, at the right time. And I was like, hey, I'll try it out. And I no, fell in love with no, it, you know. You said, you, said guys with gloves, part, yeah. you said guys with gloves are big pussies. And, and uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, it, it ain't, it ain't bare knuckle. A lot of people, a lot of glove fighters have the misunderstanding. They think they're gonna just take the glove. Yeah. All right. Well, that was him. Great. That was awesome. Well, that was a great interview as well. This fucking Wi-Fi is brutal. It's brutal. I fu- I, can't, I hate it. Well, I think, it, I think he I was like, go. was he like zip lining in Costa Rica? <laughs> 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 he was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> he was in Puerto Rico. Hang on, one, one <laughs> oh, every, everybody's leaving. This is this is the best podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I I, I tried. I tried to you and my cat, uh, dude, Yeah, just, I'm gonna talk to Bill's cat. Uh, so yeah. So uh, ho- hopefully Elvin comes back. Uh, I don't, I don't know what happened uh, there. Um, so oh, here he is. So now. Now, did you know that the fight, watching Ngano train, did you think that was going to happen with Stipe? I did, yeah. I mean, especially a rematch. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to be mistake-free against a guy that like like Ngannou. But, uh, and I just, you know, <clears throat> in, five, in 25 minutes, you know, you got to fight a perfect fight and, and be mistake-free. So, being a rematch, I was like, you know, Ngannou, he's made some adjustments. And uh, I was definitely liking the odds in that fight, but. I mean, right. Steve is undoubtedly the greatest heavyweight. No, there's no, there's no question. Yeah, no. Is there going to be a rubber match? Is there going to be number three? No, no. We'll see. I mean, there's a, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would certainly tune in, but yeah, I, I would like to see Ngannou versus uh, 
uh, man, what's his name from Houston? Oh, Derek Lewis. Lewis. No, Derek Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't like to watch that fight? Uh, anyone yeah, who watched the true. first one? Uh, everybody who watched the first time they fought. It was the, probably the worst fight of all time. That's the only thing about that fight, though. It was so was bad. It, uh, was it really? Dude, they didn't throw a punch. <laughs> it was a staring contest. Like, it was right uh, after Ngannou <laughs> lost. Uh, I think I think Elvin Brito came on and then lost. Oh, man, I, I got to apologize to this guy. Now he probably thinks that I really think that uh, that he thinks that bare knuckle people are uh, people that work well are pussies. I was kidding. Um, he's calling in from Puerto Rico. Yeah, the first fight was terrible, Bill. <clears throat> it was arguably the worst heavyweight fight of all time. They were both scared of each other's power. So there was, like, no fight. There was, like, no yeah. punches thrown. Yeah, it was Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. All right, man, this fucking Wi-Fi sucks. Uh, man, this Wi-Fi sucks. So, Jake, how's, uh, how's uh, Engage life? Everything's good. Uh, I was going to ask you a question real quick. Sure. What do you I, – I, I hear... Here we go. I, I want to hear th- – um, Are we back? Yeah, we're back. No, we're I know. <laughs> are we live? We are live. We are live. Okay. <laughs> right, Elvin, one sec. Jake, uh, Jake, what was your question? No, it's... This Wi-Fi. That's Paul. On who, Jake? Ask Paul? Paul. Oh, yeah, Ashford and Paul. Ashford and Paul. Uh, well – from what I know, you know, like Aspen's a like he's a phenomenal athlete. He's a world class athlete. He's not that great of a boxer. Um, <laughs> Jake Paul, he's had the luxury that he he he's so rich that he could just dedicate himself to just training. And he looks like he's been training a lot of boxing. It looks like he's he looks like he's been training with some really good guys. He looks he moves good. He 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 looks better than fucking Ben Ben hitting the bag. I tell you that shit. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah. and hitting the pads, and he moves better. And he looks better fighting. Went, you know what I'm saying? That Ben did uh, with, with his hands. So it's like, I, I think Jacob is going to surprise a lot of people in this fight. Unless, you know, it, the fight gets ugly because, you know, like I said, um, uh, Ben Ashton is also a, a world class athlete. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's just, if he, if he. Now, uh, Elvin, are you in a rooster farm or something? What, what, <laughs> There's a certain part. Oh, yeah, this is my backyard. I'm a, I'm a pool side. Wow. That is the the coolest thing ever. So you're in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Wow. That's that's all my roots and stuff. That's beautiful. (laughs) You're living a life, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm living a good life. Elvin, I know you're – I have a question. The John Donaher death squad team down there, Gordon Ryan and all those guys who trained. Oh, there's some new jujitsu guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard of those guys in San Juan. No, I've never been up there. I, I, I got to go visit them one day. I heard they're really good, you know, so I got to go visit them. I mean, I, I got, I've been, I've been doing MMA for a long time. I got a pearl button in, in jiu-jitsu, and I got a brown button judo, so I've been in the game for a while. I don't love wrestling and stuff. I, I, I really hate, used to hate wrestling when I first started because I was a boxer, but I, I, I was, you know, I had to force myself to do it, and, you know, I, I ended up really liking it, you know. But this bare knuckle stuff is, it was nice. It's more my stuff. It's always fit me. I always been a kind of person. Like I said, there's something about boxing. It's like they were saying about uh, Ben and, and, and Jake. Uh, there's something about stand-up, especially bare knuckle, where the, the athleticism isn't front burner in the first couple rounds. It's mm. in the back burner. It, it's not till, it, it's, you know, that, that athletic. Because it doesn't matter how much you put your guy, he's punching you in the face. The guy keeps punching you in the face. You're just pushing for him to knock your ass out, you know? 
Because <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, unless yeah. he gets tired real fast, but if the guy's a good fighter, he's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not the, like me. I'm not the most. I'm like I, I'm strong and I, I'm athletic, but I'm not like a super athletic dude doing backflips and shit like that and strong and squatting 300 and some pounds. But I could fight, you know. And 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 if so athleticism doesn't cut it for striking sports, where in grappling and MMA you're able to use that. You know, that's in the front burner. You're able to use it. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. that fight. <laughs> now, Elvin, it seems like a lot of boxers come No, but that's why I love about bare knuckle. It seems like a lot of boxers come into bare knuckle, and they don't realize it's a whole different art form. Like, Paulie Malignaggi. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a wake-up call. I love the wake-up call. You know, like, I've been I've been BKFC since BKFC 3. And man, I, and I go to almost all the shows, too. And uh, I love the wake-up call. You know, a lot of veterans come in. They're like, oh, this is. I'm going to be, they always come in talking, I'm going to be the best in here, you know, and, and then they don't answer the, 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 the 10 count because it's just so raw, it's so painful, it's so real, it's so different, and your hands hurt if you, if you, you know, if you, and this is not like, if you're a big dumb galoo, like, it's not the greatest place to be at because it can only go so far like that. You have to be, you have to be a smart, you have to be a warrior, gladiator, to be able to go far in this game. But even like, uh, ask a question, Van, hold on one second, but Bill, even like Paige Van Zandt, Who's like? Who's like? She came in. Yeah, she's more athletic. She, she, yeah, she's more athletic than Britain. She got shown from a better team. Um, she's a better. I mean, she's more athletic. She's stronger. She's faster. Just because of a better team, but that doesn't matter because there's a fight. The the front burner in bare knuckle is fighting prowess. It's how a how fat how your fight game is and how fast you're able to 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 uh you know get it going. You know how how fast you're able to. Get it going. If you can't get your game going, you're done. Bare knuckle is it's, it's high stakes. Any punch, it's over. You know, you get hit a nerve, you get in the wrong spot. You know, you get in the back, you get put on stilts. Yo. Anything can go south real bad. Or you could be winning, which I've seen a lot. Um, the the girl fight in Knuckle Mania fight of the night was a perfect example where where the girl was actually just she was on her way to put the other girl away, but then her hands got tired. And then the fight got ugly. And when the fights get ugly, man, it's it's painful. You want to see an ugly fight? Well, Caleb and, 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 and Caleb Harris versus Jim Allard, that was painful. I was there. Uh, I fought that day, too. I fought uh, Palomino. But Jim was hitting him, you know. And then the hand fatigue starts to set in, third, fourth round. And, man, that fight got grueling, you know. And I'm sure – and a lot of people don't understand that, unlike MMA or bare knuckle, like, there's, it's, it's, there's a different – there's a rawness to the sport. And it's just striking. And, like, your athleticism, like, it's not going to escape you. From, like, there's no way you're not going to be able to use a takedown. You're not going to be able to hold. You're not going to be able to be strong. Like, being stronger than the other guy helps if you can hit him. You know, almost everybody that I fight is stronger than me. And, you know, everybody's like, how hard did they hit? I'm like, I don't know. They never, they would never really be able to get a good punch on me. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you if they hit hard or not. You know, I hit them pretty damn hard. But uh, it's, it's, a different, it's a different sport. It's just 10 minutes. It's lightning fast. I would say it's like, Boxing on steroids or like high stakes poker, like you know, it's just super, super high stakes. And a lot of the boxers, they they come in, they thinking that because when you box, I know because I come from the boxing background, you come in and you work your game because it's a long game. You know what I'm saying? You come in and you work your game, you feel your guy out, you know, you tell, and that you don't. Have, by the time you do that, the fight's over in Bernal. You know, like it's over. You know, Ten minutes, boom. So um, you don't have time to feel the other guy out. As soon as that first bell rings, you gotta go. You got to get to work. I'm not saying go out there and make a mess, but, like, you don't have time to feel the other guy out. You have, you have time to either be better than the other guy or not. 
You know, you're either better than the other guy, or your timing's better. Um, you, you might have a round or two. I, it always takes me about a round or two to get my, my opponent's timing down. But once, once I got your timing down, you know, it's never, it's never lay back. It's always turn it up, 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 and then the fight ends. You know, before you know it, the fight's over. Now, a lot of guys that I fight, they leave frustrated. Uh, it's over. Yeah, yeah, Bill, what were you saying? You know, I've, I've never really seen a lot of bare-knuckle fights. I have a couple questions. One is, like, obviously you can't do elbows at all, right? No, 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 no is, everyone, is it just designed for everyone to be a headhunter? Or can you get that, like, liver shot that, like, not Body shots are vicious. Strike. I mean, if you, you should check out bare-knuckle. Bare-knuckle is, like, I said, I, I love MMA. I, I, I love the quest. I love doing all the different martial arts and everything. But this, this is so different so raw. No, um, and it's uh, what was the question again? Sorry. Well, like, you know how, like, Boz, Boz Rutten used to do that, like, oh, yeah, the, shot. the body shots like, are, you be surprised without a glove, with bone on bone, how easy it is for a professional fighter who has, who, who's stronger than a regular person with his, you just break your bones, you know, if you get hit on a clavicle, you just break your clavicle. Just break your rib one hit. It only takes one hit to break your rib. Boom! It hits you right. Boom! Rib's gone. You know, um, I, I when I when I uh, when I fought Palomino, you know, I wasn't even hurt from the fight. I mean, one time right on the tip of the rib, it bothers me. You know, it's just it, it's how it is. You know, um, my opponent, his ribs bothering him from the last fight. It's like it's you could. I got punched in the clavicle. See, that's why I like my first fight. It was a fight of five rounds. I got punched in the clavicle by by Harris Stevenson, and Harris Stevenson is a huge one sixty five. He's probably close to 180 he punched me right in the clavicle that hurt for like two months you know it's just from get, it was just, and i literally when i got out i told my coach i'm like dude real and you watch a lot of veterans come in they get punched in the eye and they're like oh you know and 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 they're expecting the ref to do something the ref's like what happened i got punched in the eye like one two it's like dude, uh, it's fair dude. You, it's like oh i hurt my hand oh your hand hurts one two it's like Fuck. So who do you want to fight next? <laughs> I'll so fight Elvin, anybody. So Elvin, who do you want to fight next? I'll fight anybody. As long as they put that belt in front of me. Especially if they put the belt in front of me. I'll... Got it. You know, they want to fight me now. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ready to go. You know, like I'm ready to go. Well, thank uh, you. I, I've, I've been ready. I've, I've been training with my coach. Yep. So I've been ready to just, uh, I've been just, Staying, I, I'm not going full like a training camp, but I'm still training with my coach and I stay strong and, and I'm not going to let myself fall out of line because I'm going to come right back at it, you know, trying to be champions. Well, it was an honor to have you on the podcast, Elvin. Thank you so much and uh, take care. Keep it up, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Check out BKFC when you get a chance, man. The sure. real sport, the fastest growing for a reason. For sure, yeah. man. We will. So, right, you guys got, have a good day. You too. We got Tay Edwards here. T. Edwards, who I met last week in Arizona, I did a show. He came with his beautiful, I think, ex-wife, but now wife again. Uh, so no, just dating again. Oh, they're just dating again. So he, <laughs> he, 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 he got a, and this girl smoking hot, and then she's a nice woman. She like rescues dogs, and then, uh, and then he married her, and then they got divorced. And he's like, you know what? Bring her back. Uh, and now they're back together. Um, I'm not sure exactly if that's how it went, but uh, I think it was like I think it was I think it was a good move. I think it was a good move. Uh, T. Edwards, who uh, I was, I was looking at some of your stuff, man. You were a Virginia State champion, right, wrestler? Yeah. 
That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's where, many, where yeah, in Virginia? Where in Virginia? Or college? High school? Uh, I, so I, I was in high school in Virginia, and where? then uh, I went to uh, Cox, Virginia Beach. Okay, I was at TC Williams, so that's why I'm asking. In, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a couple of the guys out there. Um, but then I came back my senior year, wrestled at ODU with with Steve. Uh, my senior year after I went to ASU, so wrestled Virginia there as well. Yeah, and then you went, to, and then and in college you were ranked ninth in the country at one point. Uh, you went to um, you went to junior. What, what, went to, where did you go? Did you go to ASU first or ASU second? I went to ASU first. I did, I did three years at ASU, and then my senior year I came back to ODU. Oh, uh, to old. How come? How come you left uh, ASU to go to uh, ODU? <laughs> Too much partying, right? I've heard about ASU. Uh, that played that played a big factor. Lots of partying. Very distracted. Um, Long story short, there's a thing called the Undie Run at ASU. Uh, they used to have it. It was uh, like a you see like the Naked Mile from like the the Greek movies essentially. Yeah. Uh, so it, there, there's that. And there's like a big uh, like dance rave before the Undie Run at the at the the rec center. Um, so everybody comes. They they come drunk and they run dances. And there's a, a big mosh pit that always kind of breaks out. Uh, long story short, me and some teammates uh, got into a fight with some people and. It got recorded and viral, and I got kindly asked to leave the university because we got in a fair amount of uh, trouble from the local news channels, and it, it got put on like Taj Point oh and like some of those like those internet. You got to fight in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if you, you put it that way. And, and, then you, and then you fought other guys and in their I, underwear too. I mean, when you think about it, it it's 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 in my wheelhouse. Like coming from wrestling, it's not really that that strange, you know. Especially going into fighting now, where I'm essentially in in my underwear. It's it was actually foretelling of my future. So yeah, was know, it like a race training be a now, UFC fighter? Now was it guys like saw that you were like packing because you're black and they were like whoa, and then they were like they got mad at you. So then they they jumped you and then you had to yourself. <laughs> no, the it's funny the the headline the headline that got put out there was ASU wrestlers uh, assault uh, like gay guy. They, they 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 thought the guy was gay. They thought we was like a hate crime, oh. which was not the case. Um, you guys were all. Gay. I, I don't know the full story. I got I. It's a what. What, were you, was it was like all of you guys were gay, so it's not really a hate crime. It's, it's yeah, I don't, I don't know what. No, so <laughs> it's not, it's not. I think it's still a hate crime if you. I don't know. I so it's a guy who had really sexy underwear, and they're like, "Look at that underwear. He's got to be gay." Well, no, no, he was. So one, I had, on, I had on Batman underwears. <laughs> the guy was like, he was like six five. He was like this huge, like three hundred pound dude, and he he had his shirt on, like he didn't take all of his clothes off. So this, the, the narrative was that we were fighting this guy because he wouldn't take his shirt off, and we were like, that's, that's gay. So we, we <laughs> fought him, which is not – I don't know how they came up. I don't know how they came up with that. But what, what I understand is I, I got there. My teammate was getting into a fight with this guy. My teammate, he was like a 49-pounder. He's getting into this fight with this massive guy. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? They're like, oh, Carlos is getting in a fight. And I was like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm not about to square up with this fucking – behemoth of a man so i circled around found a good angle and i i sucker punched the shit out of him which you know i'm i'm sorry it's not it's not a fucking you know we're not getting paid so it's a street right. fight so i fucking hit him 
and then everybody was like, oh, shit, because, you know, he dropped and whatever, and then, like, the, the crowd ran in, and they continued the dance party, and it was over, and, like, that's all I knew about it for, like, a week. Like, we went about our day. The we guy had was laying party. down there. Never heard had, about like, it. But were you guys dancing over him? Was he laying down there, and you guys danced over well, him? Well, I, if, if you see the video, like, you can't really tell. Like, the, the guy gets hit, he falls, <laughs> the crowd, like, runs in, everyone starts, like, chanting and doing ASU shit. And then, like, the video cuts off, and then we all went about the rest of our day. Like, it's there was, like, six fights that night. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, an, an uncommon thing. It was, it was a mosh pit. Like, people were fighting constantly. So, like, we continued about our day, and then a week later, they were like, bro, did you see that, uh, uh yeah, video they got? Yeah. And I was like, what video? And they were like, this might, they, they put you on, like, a bunch of websites. And then that <laughs> spiraled from there. So... It was now, bullshit. <laughs> now, now, your coach, Zeke Jones, who's like a three-time national champion, the guy's like, uh, you know, a really serious guy. When he brings you in and you tell him that you got into a fight in your underwear during the undie run, and now you're not going to be the eighth-ranked guy in the country, what was that conversation like? So, so Zeke wasn't there when I was at ASU. Uh, Sean Charles was the head coach. Uh, so Zeke got there like a couple years after that. Um, Charles was the head coach at the time as I wasn't ranked eighth until I got to ODU. I think I was like maybe top 20 at ASU. Um, but pretty, pretty much they were like, Hey, our hands are tied. Like, like they, like this, the video thing got like, people were, they thought it was a hate crime. They thought like, they, they really thought we got in the fight cause the guy was gay and we were like just beating up people for no reason. So they were like sending messages to like the Dean and stuff saying like, this is unacceptable. Like, yeah, they kick these guys out. Like they're, you know gender bias or whatever the fuck like they made it into this big ordeal and like the news ran with it and they they, they pitched it as like we we jumped some guy because and i was like no bro like i showed up there's a big guy fighting my teammate that's not yeah. how i roll and i was like fuck him and then i went about my day like it I mean, wasn't why would like, you beat up a gay guy for not taking off his shirt like wouldn't that be the opposite i don't know people are <laughs> people are stupid adam i don't know why they thought this was the case but the news thought it would it would sell more, I guess, if that was the story. So that's what they ran right. with. Right. Okay. So then you go to ODU. You, uh, you, you did very good in wrestling. You made the national tournament. Now you're fighting. Uh, you go – you make it also on Dana White's contender. That's when I first came. And uh, you knocked the guy out quickly. It was one punch. Uh, he was out. And then you're in the, in the octagon, and you sign the contract for Dana. Like, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, you, you knocked him out, and then you put your hand out and signed it yourself. Bill, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actions yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty badass, T. Oh, I missed the last 10 seconds. I said, it was, pretty, I said it was pretty badass when you signed the contract yourself after knocking that guy out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that could have went any better. Um, I mean, we had, we had watched some film on the guy. I kind of knew what what his strengths were and kind of, I think, what he was going to anticipate for me. So we kind of just baited him into, like, a few level changes, made, made him think we were going to try to wrestle with him. And, uh, you know, he, he – for a second, and we, we came up the top and just landed a clean overhand. And, it, you know, I I don't like to try to talk highly too highly of myself, but, like, if, if I catch somebody clean with the right hand, like, very few people are still standing after. So – uh, we caught him. We caught him on the button, and I was like, "Yeah, he's he's not getting up after this." 
yeah, no, I was, was like, a, oh, we got a. It was a walk off. It was a fucking. Yeah. It was, it was badass. Uh, then your first yeah. two fights didn't go that great in the UFC. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know, you got, but, you know, the, the this first fight went. The second fight against Dennis Bermudez, you were winning that fight in the first round. Uh, and then yeah. what happened? You just gassed? So there's a. There's a there's a, a reason for that. Um, I have a, a medical condition that we don't we don't talk about a whole lot, just so people don't know about it and like exploit it. So, but long story short, uh, it, that came into play during the fight, and there's really not much I can do about it during that time. Like I've like people people will see the fight or they'll see me compete and they go, oh, like you know he gasses or oh, like you know he he whatever, and it's. If that's not the case, like I'm in, I'm in very good shape. If you, if you, if you ever come to the lab, like I'll, I'll do 10, 12, five minute rounds with, you know, all the killers that are at the lab. Like it's not that I have a cardio problem. I, I, I have a degree in several certifications in strength conditioning. Like I'm, I know how to train appropriately. There's just other factors at play that I just don't have control over. So if, if things kind of go down that, that path, it's just, I'm just in a bad spot and I either have to try to pull something out of my ass and, you know, get the fight to be over with, or, you know, it's just going to be like, if, if you watch the Bermuda's fight, you kind of see at some point, like, like, Oh, he just kind of stopped doing a whole lot. And then yeah. like, it's not that I was like, 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 I mean, he, he was, he was winning and dominating obviously, but like, if you see it, like I'm still protecting myself. I'm still being like intelligent. I, I just can't do a whole lot for those reasons. So, yeah. um, can I ask you a question yeah. to you about <laughs> All right, so Bill, what was your question? I was just asking him like what his next fight looked like. Oh, no, 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 it was, it was right after he talked about the gassing out. Uh, he says he has a medical condition. That's yeah, that's what I out. Uh, sorry, T, can you repeat that? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, quick recap. Um, so long story short, I, I don't care what what casual fans thought like about my my lifestyle, my laziness. The people close to me kind of know what my situation is. Um, I don't make it well known because it is a uh, a weak spot that could be exposed. Um, so we just train around it and don't really bring it up. Like maybe after I'm, I'm all said and done, I'll let people know retrospectively, this is what I was working through. But if I bring it up, um, we've got a similar situation in college where people kind of found out uh, what was happening and then their, their approach to, to fighting me became a little bit different. Um, and, and it makes like my, it makes my day harder. It makes my career harder. So uh, I'm less concerned about what people think about my training and preparation and more concerned about, you know, winning fights and making sure I can, you know, capitalize on this, this sport to the best of my abilities. Now, now you, now you made it to the top, you made it to the UFC, which was like, you're like in the 1.1% of the 1%. Um, I take it. You probably, you got cut from the UFC. Are you going to try to come back to Bellator LFA one to get back to the UFC? Like what's the, what's the plan? Yeah, I mean, so uh, they're all on the table, um, honestly. And I, I, like, I, I, I don't see myself doing like the regional circuit, like LFA. I think, I think they're they're a great opportunity. Um, I think I know my capabilities, what I'm worth, quote unquote, um, and like where I stand. I, I think that the things that happen in the UFC, there there are, are reasons and explanations. Um, I think those fights go a lot differently. Um, with, with a couple tweaks, um, like not to make excuses, both those fights I had like less than three weeks, four weeks of camp. Um, I was on military orders before the first fight and I was out in Virginia for like four, no, six, 
six, seven weeks, like not at a gym, um, you know, doing military shit. And then we, we got back and we had like four weeks to kind of get back in shape and have camp. And then we fought, um, got knocked out, was on concussion protocol for another two months, didn't train at all. And then on Christmas, they asked us to fight, you know, Dennis in 19 days. And I was like, man, fuck it. So I got like a, a three week camp in after being on concussion protocol and not training. So like, it was just, there were, there were bad decisions on, on my part to how to, how to manage my career. So I think with a, you know, with a full camp and, you know, medical condition aside, like that, that Bermuda's fight continues to go how it was going in the first round and the, the first fight, you know, may go a little bit differently depending on. I didn't, I didn't um, even know you were, you were in the military. Yeah. Uh, well, I just got out in, in September, but I was prior army and prior air force. You were in the Air Force and the Army? Yeah, Army first and then Air Force. Wow. Where were you, uh, where were you uh, based out of? Uh, so Luke Air Force Base here in Arizona. That was for the Army? Yeah. Oh, that, that's the Air oh, Force. No, Ar- Army. Air Force, yeah. Ar- Army is uh, down in Florence. It's a, it's a small city here in Arizona, too. So I was in Florence and then over here at Luke. So oh, well, thank, been... you, thank you for your service, man. That's, that's awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of things to juggle. Um, I love how you never divorced. bring up the fact that women are a part of it. You never have to bring up the fact that you got a, a woman that you divorced, you're getting back. I mean, come on, that's got to be a distraction too, right? A little bit. Ah. Uh, um, so, I mean, so prior to getting to the UFC, um, you know, I was like my son and I was married at the time. There was a lot of things to juggle, you know, and the military. I've, I've always been someone that, that needs a lot of stimulus, like in a lot of different varieties. So I, I've tried to do a lot which obviously takes focus away from like just fighting. Um, so it's a lot to juggle with, you know, family life in the beginning. Um, when we, when we divorced actually is when my time kind of freed up and that's when, uh, you know, we fought for contender and UFC and, uh, I was actually dating somebody else at the time. She was, she was awesome. She was very supportive and, and helped out a lot. So no, I, I mean, there's, I haven't, I, I've never been the type to allow those type of distractions to, to hinder me from whatever I'm, because your girl's a smoke show and then <laughs> so uh, I, I was very distracted uh by her so, but so and you guys have you guys have a, a kid together right yeah yeah we have our, our son yes so you, you guys have a son now did you have a big i always wonder that now did you have a, a, a big wedding no so funny story um so we were engaged when i joined the military uh and they were pretty much like hey she can't get any of your benefits and anything if you guys aren't married, technically, like engagement doesn't count. So we had to go down to the courthouse to, to get married, like the day before, like the week before I, I went off to boot camp. But so you could get benefits and we got uh, like extra stipends for, for um, like housing and everything. So we got married just at the courthouse. And then the next year we were going to go get, uh, have the, the ceremony. And then she got pregnant the next year and she, she was pregnant. So she can't, you know, fit in her dress and have a wedding. So then it got pushed out like another year. We didn't have like an actual ceremony until like, two or three years later and at that point we were just like fuck it like we're gonna go to vegas and invite like a couple of our friends and just like get lit and call it a day like you know yeah so no yeah. so, so i i mean i meet t and his girl at my show and then i then i i go on their instagram and the girl's like hey we're having i'm giving i'm having dog adoptions tomorrow right i'm like oh i want a dog this is this is great you know uh <laughs> but i don't want to go through a whole like so i call t i'm like listen these dogs are really cute but is this the kind of rescue where they're going to ask me a hundred questions, come to my house, you know, start interviewing my exes and the first girl that gave me a hand job in fourth grade, like the whole thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, he's like, no, it's easy. Just got to make sure they have the dog. Just go there and get a dog. It'll be no problem. Like, okay, cool. 
So I, I, I drive there. It's like a half hour. I get, I get lost. I, I, sh I show up. They're like, we don't have any dogs. I, I go, what do you mean no dog? They're like, they all went home. I, they all went home. I go, I know. They T got rescued. I go, I know T Edwards. She goes, who? And then I go, I go, uh, I, I know his, his, his wife. You know, they got divorced, had they back together. Oh, I think she does our social media. I, I, I go, Why what? did you think I had any pool at the, sh at the rest? I don't know. I, I don't work I, there. I think you were the big fighting guy that everyone knew that was like, they would root for your fights or something. I have nothing to do yeah. with that. I just know it because she does it. Dude, they, I'm, like, I'm like, I want to see one dog. They're like, no. I'm like, fucking bark like a dog. They almost called the security to get me out of there. It was like. <laughs> they called They called her after. So she was, she was gone when you called. So when you called me, I was like, yeah, I think you just go down, go down there and like ask these some dogs. Like, I don't think they scream people, just like adopt one, whatever. So she gets back and then she's like, no, it's my appointment. Only he has to make an appointment. And I was like, oh, I didn't tell him that. And then like <laughs> the, the, the people from the, at the rescue call her and they were like, hey, some guy just came down here. And like, he was demanding to see these dogs. I tried to tell him that like, we didn't, we didn't, we had to buy appointment only. And he was like, I know T Edwards. And she was like, I don't know who that is. Like, I was like, why would he name drop me? Like, I don't have any kind of pool there. Like, I don't work there. They don't know who I am. Like, just like, yeah, he was like really mean about it. And then he just left. And I was like, oh, Dude, I was pissed. I was, I, I was like, all right, do I, I had a six hour drive back at a show. I was going to work out. I'm like, no, I'll just go get dogs instead. So then it was like a whole thing. The, but anyway, we ended up getting a dog the next day. Uh, but yeah, it was like, what a disaster that went. Holy shit, that was, that was bad. I, I, it was, dude, the lady was like, we have no dogs. They all went home. They don't want to see you. I was like, none they of them. They got rescued. She said, she said like they had a bunch of appointments that morning and like all the pups from that, that litter got rescued. So there were just no dogs to so he, he told me they had, he goes, <laughs> he goes, they have three litters. I'm like, fuck, what? So now I'm thinking like 20 dogs. Like everyone just came and took the dog. Yeah, yeah it was the whole thing, dude. So, uh, so here you are. Now, how, how much are you training? Are you, every, every day are you training or what? No, I, honest to God, I've never trained every day, which is just a part of who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a very efficient, I'm ambitiously efficient with my training. Like, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to come in and just like run himself into the ground going through the motions. Like if I come in, like I have a, like a purpose for today's training and I'm going to go like boss the wall on that purpose and then I'm going to take time to recover in between. Like, so I've, I don't think I've ever in my life trained for fighting more than three days a week like at, at best, probably three days a week. Um, but I, I, I stay in really good shape. I, I go to sparring, I do my do rounds, I, I work on my, my jits, I work on my striking, I, I work with, you know, individuals to, to hone in certain skills. Um, so I feel, I feel good. I feel honestly probably twice or three times as better as I, as I was when I was, when I was fighting for the UFC. Um, just, you know, really dialing in different, you know, different gaps that I needed to address and work on and putting on size for, to try to go up to 170 um so yeah i mean as soon as covid clears up honestly because i'm like, like i was telling uh telling him before you got back on like so i i work full-time i have like a, a great job in software like i don't i don't i fight because it's fun i fight because i like to fight and because i'm athletic and it's my background i'm not doing an eight-week camp busting my ass and coming to a fight and having them say oh somebody has covid you're not getting paid like the fuck like i was here to to be under the lights and have fun and get paid. Like I'm not here to 
for shits and giggles. Like, so with like half these fights falling through and like whatever else, like no crowd, like what the f- I don't want to come to a sparring day. Like what, there's no crowd. Like this is half the reason I do this shit. So yeah. as soon as they clear this up, like this, this is nice downtime for me. Cause I get to like train and you know catch up. Um, but as soon as they get things back open, um, you know, what if UFC, I know it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a very steep competition to, to get signed and get back in. So, um, you know, Bellator is cool. Bellator is paying well. PFL is doing some cool shit. You know, one is, one is doing some, some real cool things and they're overseas to travel. Uh, I don't think I'll, I'll ever do a regional circuit like LFA. Like LFA is great. I think they're good for guys that are working their way up. I think I've kind of proven that I'm at the, the UFC level. I, I train with guys at the UFC level. I don't, I don't need to come in and fight for, you know, a thousand dollars to prove I'd, I can, you know, make it back in. Like, I just, I just won't fight if that's the case. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances elsewhere. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll hang out. I'll, I'll stay in shape. I'll train. I'll kind of see what's open in terms of like the, you know, the big four for those leagues. And, um, and then as soon as everything clears back up and back to normal, like I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to rock whenever. Now, were you at uh, ASU when Ben Askren was coaching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Askren whooped my ass a hot many times. He's, now- uh, he's a. <laughs> He's a what? He's he's a very deceivingly strong, gifted wrestler. Like I know he like he's he was the original kind of like scramble funk guy before people got like weird and you know scrambly. He is weirdly strong. Like I've never wrestled someone as strong as him. It is, it's like he like, he, like you've seen Ben. Like Ben, he looks kind of like a like a frisbee nerd, whatever. Yeah. This man, I, I tell this story every time someone asks me about Ben. It was like his. First week he came into practice, I was a 65 pounder, like good size. Uh, he came in and we were wrestling. And I was like, this dude is flat footed, like slow. He looks, he looks awkward. And I hit him with like this mean high crotch, like just real deep, boom. No, he, he hit a crotch on me. Like he shot a, a high crotch on me. And I was like, this is terrible. Like I hit, hit the corner, go to sprawl. And he reaches up with one hand. He has one hand on the high crotch, reaches up with one hand and like slowly pulls my head down into a cradle like against all of my will ah. i'm like oh fucking what and he just pulled and i was like i will not this will and pulled me into a cradle and just gently put me to my back and i was like this <laughs> is some bullshit and that was every time i went with him ah. like every time you shot every time you did anything he was so oddly scary strong like very slow twitch like slow like you could you can get to his legs you can sprawl but if he got like his hands locked or got his hands on like it was, it was unreal. Like, I don't know how he has that kind of weird strength, but yeah, it was, he's good. I'll so put how do you think he'll do against Jake Paul in boxing? I don't. Ah, people ask me that. I don't fucking know. Honestly, like, like I said, Ben is a phenomenal grappler. Once he gets his hands on you, he is God slow twitch. Like, slow twitch, no head movement. Like, he moves at a very slow. So, I think, I don't, I don't know how good this Jake Paul kid is. Like, I've seen the kid hit bag and mitts and shit, but honestly, like, he's a, he looks like an, a guy off the street that did, like, rec classes. Like, like he knows how to box. Like, he, he does the classes. He can do his one, two. He can move his head. Has he ever been in a real fight? Like, not sparring, like, a real actual people trying to hurt you fight who also know how to fight? I don't think so. So I think, like, if shit gets tough, he's never been in deep water with another fucking ninja. So I think he'll fold. If it can get, if Ben can, if Ben can keep it that long, like Ben doesn't move his head, he like your 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 chin and your neck and those nerve endings only work 
Like you, you can't willpower your way out of not getting knocked unconscious. So, so you were on he can not. Were you on the team when uh, Bubba Jenkins won the NCAA's? Yeah, I, I told you this. Bubba's my teammate from middle school. We've known each other since I was ten. Wow. So we went to middle school, high school, and then he went to Penn State for college. I went to ASU, and he came to ASU, and then he cornered me for my first Bellator fight and for a contender. So when he pinned Dave Taylor, you were you were on the bench. That was awesome. That was no, I, I was at home. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't at NCAA's that year. But yeah. yeah, that was that was one of the probably one of his most favorite moments of his life because that whole story and narrative, the build up, like the odds of them making it to the finals together and then to end it that way is like, I don't think you could write like a better story of any of 30 for 30 on that whole shit with him and Kale and Penn State and coming back and fucking his season was kind of wonky that year. He put it together at the end of the year and then made it through some fucking tough guys in the tournament to have David at the finals at, at Penn State and then hit him with a fucking suicide cradle to finish it. Like, that's, yeah. that, that, that's, that's on par with Caldwell and that fucking headlock that he hit Metcalf with. Like, just you don't see people get hit with that at a high yeah. level at the Nash tournament. So. Yeah, so, Bill, if you don't know the story, so Bubba got kicked off the team at Penn State and then went up against the guy that replaced him and pinned him. Who, who, the, the all-star, like, like the golden yeah. child of Love golden it. children. Who, like, but that guy now, Taylor, is like the number one wrestler in like the world, basically, in his weight class. Yeah. And Penn State is a much more like storied wrestling program than ASU, I'm assuming? At the time. Yeah, at the time. Like, well, they're still like number one, but like, they, like Penn State is like the, the, the Patriots dynasty. And he, like the kid was like the new Tom Brady. Like, he, was, he ended up being a three-time national champ. Like, his only, his only loss, I think, was, no, he, he lost to Dake. He lost a. Uh, he won a lot. He won a lot. He wasn't supposed to lose. He was. He was destroying everyone all year. And then Bubba makes it to the finals. Who's his former teammate and like his former mentor before we got the team. NCAA's is at Penn State, like in their home arena. All the crowd is for Penn State. Bubba's the the former athlete who got kicked off, like the the rebel or whatever. Taylor's the golden child, and Bubba hits him with like. A move you only hit on Scrubs, like on JV, hits him with a fucking suicide cradle, pins him, gets up, throws his bands and like machine guns, like his fucking ankle bands, and starts doing all this cool fucking celebration shit. It was, it was like unreal. Like it was. Yeah. You gotta write that script, Adam. There's your, there's your Hollywood script, man. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I was like, make a thirty for like that's a that's a remember the Titans movie. And then another guy on, on their team had like one leg. This guy, Robles. Uh, Anthony Robles. He he was. He won the national championships with one leg. People were mad, though, because if he had two legs, he'd be like – because he could bench, like, 500 pounds. <laughs> he, was, he was the size of, like, a 65-pounder wrestling at 125. So, like, if he – he would grab these, <laughs> these kids. That's what they were. He would grab these kids, and, like, they would not go anywhere. Like, they'd be moving, and, like, and he would, like, get on top. You get on top and just like tech people, like just tilt, 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 and they could. Like, they never got their wrist back, and they it was. They tried to get him banned. Like, like the guy's got one fucking leg. What are you gonna? They're like, they're like, he has their advantage. I'm like, he has one leg. Uh, how is? <laughs> <laughs> but but the funny part was watching kids try to hit switches on him because they would go for a switch and then there'd be no. Leg not realize it's... <laughs> they'd be no, like, oh shit, there's no leg there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, yeah. yeah. That was that was there was a guy one time in MMA. Who had no arms and no legs? They had a documentary on him, and he had, he had like a fight. Oh, was it Kyle Maynard? Kyle Maynard and uh, wait, no yeah, arms and no legs in MMA? He's paraplegic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they couldn't find anybody to fight. He had like one fight, I think. Yeah, because if you lose to a guy with no arms and no legs, it's like 
yeah, I lost my, like no one wanted to fight him. But they, they changed the rules where like you couldn't, you couldn't kick him. Like, you couldn't jump over. I, I had a teammate in high school that wrestled Kyle Leonard, and he, he jumped over him like the whole the whole. He would like just run away and then jump over him. People were like booing him, but he still he won. So like, he was like, I fucking lose. Like, like he's, he was like real strong because he's like again yeah. he's like Anthony where he doesn't have any limbs, so his weight he's he's he has less body weight, but his joints are strong. He has like a nub, but he's like strong as fuck. Like from so if he grabs you with his nub, he was strong. Yeah. So he, he was like, fuck. does he have like little hands like in his coming out of his shoulder type of thing? Is it like no? He just had like a he had like a he had like a he had like a delt and that was it. Like just yeah. nub and like like hip nubs. But like if he could he could like lock them together and it was he beat some good people. <laughs> he was like a he was like a state qualifier. Like he got like he placed at states or somewhere. Yeah, when, when I was in high school, they had a thing where you you could wrestle like blind kids, you know. But oh, you yeah. had the advantage because you had to touch them at all times. So you couldn't like sneak behind them and like tackle them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of a bullshit rule, I think. Honestly, I think they we can't change the rules for you because you're blind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no other rule that I have to touch somebody when yeah. they can see. You do, like, like, this, you do, like snap over here, have them turn their head and <laughs> stomp your feet. That's <laughs> fucked up. Come on, tell me that wouldn't be like. I mean, it'd be fucked up, but you would. I, I would probably watch it. I'd be like, I, I would. I'd, be, I'd definitely be rooting for the blind kid, but I'd be like, oh shit! If, if you went like on the side of him and just like fucking, you know, three point stance and the football tackle the kid when he couldn't see. I mean, I probably, <laughs> I probably would laugh. So, um, so, 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 T. Uh, right now, you're taking calls. You're taking options. You, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, like, so I was, I was telling him before you jump back on, like, I'm, I'm working, um, I'm training in my spare time, I'm, I'm, I'm making good money, I like my job, I'm, I'm hanging out, but I'm, I'm 30, so I'm, I'm young, and I don't have any, like, serious injuries, I only got one knockout, so everything works well, I'm, I'm honestly got not in, like, a rush to, like, take, you know, scraps or whatever, like, hey, you need to fight, like, no, I don't, I don't need to fight, I like to fight, and I, you know, if somebody offers me something and, you know, they got a, a good good setup, you know, I'm I'm always willing and interested to, to fight different organizations, different fucking weight classes. Like, I'm just, I'm a competitor, I'm an athlete. So, um, yeah, whenever, whenever. But it's not, it's not a scenario where I'm, like, chomping at the bit to, to get back in it. So. Got it. Now, your we'll teammate, see. O'Malley, your teammate, O'Malley, uh, they're saying him versus Dominic Cruz is the fight to make. That would be a good fight to see. That would, you know, the, the, the vet and the, the new hot shot, they're both, you know, stand-up guys that like to move on their feet and do some cool shit. I think the fans would like it. I think it would be a, a good style matchup to watch. I think it like, on par with, uh, like, Izzy and, and Anderson Silva. Like, you know, it's not going to be boring, you know. Neither guys like to wrestle and, and ground and pound. They both want to move and do highlight shit. So it's a fun fight to watch. I imagine it would sell a lot of tickets. So I, it would be silly if the UFC didn't make that happen. I think both guys want that fight as well. It's a payday for both of them. It looks good for both of them. It, it makes a whole lot of sense, honestly. So Who wins? Um, good question. I'm going to have to go Sugar, honestly. Because I think people think Sean is – what Sean is on social media. They think Sean's like the cocky, flashy guy who only knows like spinning heel kicks and dyes his hair. But like they forget like Sugar trains with like Tank 
and Tim and all the guys at the lab, like Kyle, like people see how good Kyler is. Like him and Kyler have been training together since they were both amateur. Like, like Sugar's good everywhere. Like Sugar can Sugar can wrestle. I've I've wrestled with Sugar. I've showed him some shit. He showed me some shit. Like Sugar's good everywhere. I think the Cheeto fight kind of made him lose some some hype because his ankle and people were like, oh, he's a fucking you know one trick pony, like whatever. Like, you know, if you watched him at the the quad grappling, like he 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 had a, a jits match with Gilbert Melendez. He built he beat Melendez. He's rough. like he can the dude can scrap everywhere. He's fucking good everywhere. So I think he's a he's similar to Connor where people people forget how good he is because they get lost like in all the other shit that like he's doing, like all the marketing and all the hype, like in social media, they're like, Oh, he's a fucking, he's a hype train. Like, no, he just, he just does it. He does it, does it all. Like he's fucking good. He's an athlete. If you talk to him, like he's, he's humble. He's fucking driven. The dude like trains his ass off. He also just knows how to market himself and get paid. So I'm, I'm, I'm going Sean. I think Sean has, uh, has the experience. I think he has the well-roundedness to win in different parts of the fight i think uh i think stylistically for dom it's not awesome i think it's similar to like cody where where dom likes to move a lot and he gets guys to overcommit and baits them into you know bad bad trades um where sugar sugar is not that overzealous kind of fighter like he'll he'll stand here and you know you can dance around and, and faint like he's gonna stay he's not gonna chase you around which is what dom usually needs for to capitalize on guys guys that chase him and sugar is you know, 5'11", six foot. He can touch you from here. He's got striking out the ass. Like, he, I think it's it, it'll it'll be a it'll be a good fight to watch. I think Sugar comes out with it though. I like it. I like it. So, where can people follow you uh, on social media? Uh, probably Instagram. That's probably it's usually where I'm at. Tango underscore MMA. I'm on Twitter occasionally, but it's mostly just me ranting about shit. But that's where I'm. That's where I'm verified, though, which makes me mad because like I'm not on Twitter and they verified me, but Instagram doesn't verify me. But that's where I'm at. Well, you're verified, my. It, lo- it looks cooler if I was on uh, no, Instagram you're, verified. You're good. Dude, you and your girl look cool enough, right? So, <laughs> we'll take it. You're good. How did, by the way, how where, where where did you meet her? Uh, back at ODU, she was uh, on the dance team, and oh. I was on the wrestling team, and we had some mutual friends, and I was like, "Ooh, damn, what's up, girl?" <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie, you're getting you're getting lots of uh, attention on the podcast right now because you're you're a baddie. And they were like, "Oh damn, what was, your, right uh, now. what was your pick? Now, how did you get back with her after you got divorced? What was that? How did we get back? It's actually a funny story if you want to hear it. Um, so I, I don't know if you know my brother Ethan. Um, we lived together uh, this past year. We were both living in Scottsdale, paying a bunch of money, and it was stupid. So we were like, let's just room together, like whatever. So. Uh, and he watches Jace um, a lot when I was working. So um, we lived together. Uh, him and his fiance got pregnant um, during COVID, one of the COVID babies. Um, and they, they were going to need the uh, extra room or my room for the nursery or a room for the nursery. And I was like, okay, well, there's no point in both of us moving out to you know find a new spot. So you guys can move in or move the nursery to my room and I'll find a new place. Um, and during that time, me and her were, were on better terms. We hadn't really spoken like three years outside of, uh, you know, scheduling stuff for Jace. Um, but we were on better terms and kind of talking about some stuff. And uh, like playfully, it was like, oh, we should just get a three-bedroom and move in together. And then we'll just like stay on separate sides of the house. And, um, and we, we did that. And then, you know, things 
kind of one thing led to another. Um, Come on, we you kind of had some. Give me a break. Uh, I, I did. See, uh, it's funny. I guess it's <laughs> it's naivety. I was like, oh yeah, this will be this will be fine. Like we we'll just everybody stays on their side of the house, and like we're we just keep boundaries and like you know <laughs> keep it very platonic. And I did. It didn't it didn't happen that way at all. Who, who made the first and move? We were, did you go in her room first, or she came in your room? Um, I mean, full disclosure, we were we were hooking up before we moved in. It was um, like very like. It was very like uh, I don't know how to explain it. It was like oh like hey what are you doing okay cool come over like it's very business like <laughs> sexual needs and then but ah! then yeah so when we when we moved in together it was kind of like oh yeah okay yeah Got it. you're in the mood I'm in the mood cool cute she's one of those girls Shake that don't, don't realize like her body until you go on her Instagram because at, at the comedy show I was like oh she's she's a very pretty girl and then I went on her Instagram I'm like what the fuck this is what's going on here like she's like. <laughs> She's like showing off her, her like, she's like, look at my, look at this muscle yeah. next to my ass. And you're like, yeah, that's what I'm going to look at. I'm not going to do it. I'm, yeah. I just made friends with T. I'm not going to stalk his girlfriend's. His <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, this is, meanwhile, I'm just trying to get the dog and I got to scroll through. Fucking, <laughs> Distractions you know, and shit. Yeah, like, it's not find information. You got your ass out. Because she's like, hey, like, look at this camel toe. And there's like a puppy in the corner. And you're like, wait a minute. Like, this is, no, I did not. All right. So, well, listen, T, uh, you're you're a great guy, great fighter. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Sorry for the bad service and connection, but uh, I will talk to you soon, brother. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Good man. Take care. Good luck, hey, buddy. All right, that was T. Edwards. Nice guy. Yeah, he seems cool. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy how how like normal some of these guys are. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like very. He's like he has a full time job as a as a software engineer. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That's uh, he has like a full time job, and he said it was like software. <laughs> and then he just like beats people up, like for fun. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm athletic, I'll beat people up. I'm athletic, so I'll just be in the UFC. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. You couldn't have someone do that. Like the guy on the Lakers is a full time software. You know, I, I just I just like basketball, so I'll just play in the finals and score seventy five yeah. points. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So what do you got coming up, Bill? Um, what I got coming up? I got a uh, hell, man. What I got? Well, I got I, I got a show in in, in when's this come out? Uh, probably tonight. If I, if I I don't know. It depends on how, how about this? I'm headlining Houston on the fourth at a place called. I'll post on my Instagram at Bill Dawes. I'm headlining this gig in Houston. I forget the name. Place. I'm such a, I'm so bad. And you were just on a TV show, right? Last week. Oh, I just shot SWAT. I just shot a week on SWAT. So that comes out in like, uh, I don't know, like a, a month or two. What was your part? <laughs> I played a, I play a truck driver who is uh, a vigilante attacking people who are sex trafficking. Oh, that's actually good. Actually, it's actually kind of, kind of cool part. I play, I play for once. I play like a white guy who's not like a white supremacist, evil, like clans member or something. So, oh. um, but but you still get arrested for that or no? Yeah, I still get arrested. Oh, that sucks. Because I, I I try to like take off with this girl and they think I'm trying to like traffic her and I was like no I'm with I'm with truckers against trafficking and I have a card and I was like truckers against trafficking what a what a corny line I have to say it, it it's a real organization actually. I was trying to think of a uh, a Ted who's who's that senator from from Florida, uh, the guy who's in all kinds of trouble. Oh yeah oh. Uh, Matt, 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 Matt Gates, right? 
Yeah, Matt Gates. I'm trying to think of a, a joke with him and Hunter Biden are going to be the, like the new Bang Brothers. You know, like, <laughs> but but the problem is that he he's like going for underage women, like that. Like, so then they're going like I'm like people. Oh, you think pedophilia is funny? Oh, like, I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, something, but like it's just like the Bang Brothers were kind of cool, you know. So it's like you have to <laughs> like they're starting their own Bang Bus tour. There's a there's a joke there somewhere. I'm trying to think. What I know it. that's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. Because you know. I got yeah, but I, I like it though. I think there's something there because you, yeah. you're also you're also hitting both of them. You're hitting uh. Of course. Yeah, yeah, that dude, man, what a fucking clown that guy is. Good God. They're saying that he was on the um the Senate floor showing videos of girls he fucked and showing people pictures of, of girls he fucked on the Senate floor. What? Yeah, like yo, check out this one or check out this one. Like, I mean, what, what senator is he showing it to? These guys are all like ninety years old. Are they like, hey, man, let me see? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like Pelosi. Hey, Nancy, look at this. That's nuts. <laughs> Pelosi. She's not even a senator. That's how little I know about anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just the whole thing is like it's crazy. And then and, and then people were like, some girl was like on Twitter going, the guys really show pictures of like women they fucked. And then these guys were like, I don't know anybody, but there was a guy at work. It was a bunch of like hundred <laughs> hundreds of responses of people that knew somebody that did that. Like, and they felt bad for not saying anything. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I believe They're, it. They've been torn up for years that they were quiet. I believe this. It's like, dude, it's like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. It's, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Um, but yeah, I'm in Chattanooga. Doing shows this week at the Choo Choo Room. It's all it's all trains. I'm in like a train colony. Chattanooga Choo uh, Choo. Yeah, yeah, it was just cool. Oh, did I get it worked out? Not yet. Oh, uh, I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Wi-Fi. They wonder if I got the Wi-Fi worked out yet. Because I'm, I'm going through my hotspot on my phone, and then I just got yeah. I got I just got a text from my phone saying I have no more storage because of it. <laughs> so this is like. But whatever. These aren't like these aren't real problems. I mean, people yeah. have people worry about like eating and like you know, paying yeah. rent. This is like you know, this isn't a somebody got a, somebody got his finger ripped off and didn't respond. <laughs> so what the fuck am I complaining about slow Wi-Fi? You know. Yeah. Uh, but listen, Bill, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, of course, man. Always fun. Yeah. Sorry that like I interrupted a little bit. Just I think today was hard because of the timing was off you know it's also zoom so it's always hard to know when people are you know what i mean like i probably interrupted you a bajillion times no but it's zoom but also your picture is frozen so like i i could hear you but i but your mouth looks like i can't tell if you're speaking or not so that's also why you know but anyway uh bill thank you thank you for doing i'm i'm so honored to have you on the show i i'm getting a lot of people they just call you the brown belt they're like keep the, they're like, they're like keep the brown belt keep the brown belt so oh, good so you're also known as the brown belt on these circles. I'll take it, man. And uh, and thanks. I like the Puerto Rican guy. He had a good energy. Huh? He did. He did. He had a lot to say. <laughs> he did. I mean, in a good way. He had a lot to say. And I felt like it was hard because of all the, you know, yeah. technical even, shit. Even, like, even his rooster was talkative. <laughs> <laughs> that rooster was the best. Anyway, uh, have a good weekend, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.